Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, everybody. I'm John Cena. Hey, it's professional wrestler Colt Boom Boom Cabana. It's Kyle O'Reilly. Matt Riddle, the King of Rose. Hey, I'm Double J, Jeff Jarrett. I'm Rocky Asuka Romero. Support Wrestle Talk. Support Wrestle Talk. Home of Lou Gowen. Support Wrestle Talk. Whatever Wrestle Talk is and whoever Lou Gowen is... Quote the Raven, nevermore. Support Wrestle Talk. Do it, bro. But you really should support Wrestle Talk and you should follow them and subscribe right now. Ollie told me to say this, so I guess it's okay. Support Ollie. Support Luke. Support Wrestle Talk. Make sure you watch and listen to Wrestle Talk. Or better yet, take just a moment, stop what you're doing, and bask in their glory. Do us all a favor and subscribe. Congratulations, you got here. Now subscribe and support. Thanks. Bray Wyatt is terrifying. He just debuted The Fiend at SummerSlam. It was the semi-main event in the end, I guess, because it went on second before last. Mm -hmm. Usually, historically, that's the bathroom break for the Divas matches. But here it was a huge deal. Exactly, but here it was a huge deal I think everyone coming out of this pay-per-view, which was a very enjoyable pay-per-view overall. Such a good show. Had such a great time. There were so, like, all the matches, apart from Randy and Kofi, over-delivered, and then some, I would argue. It was just a, a really fun event, and the biggest thing coming out of it is Bray Wyatt's execution of The Fiend, because we've seen Firefly Funhouse, we've seen The Fiend attack people in the ring in the segments leading up to SummerSlam, but we haven't seen The Fiend's in-ring portrayal of this new character, of Bray Wyatt's reinvention. And oh my god, it was flawless. Absolutely. I said it was perfection. Flawless is such a good word. From the ring introduction to the entrance, to the music, to the presentation of the character, to then the in-ring work, and the match itself, the finish, and its closing, like, uh, violin stuff, just absolute perfection. This re-debut could not have gone any better. Yeah, of course, he fought Finn Balor, who did his side of the act. He was dressed all in white. There's a shot just before Bray Wyatt comes out and the the light is silhouetting his head from behind. So it kind of looks like he's this angelic presence about to fight off against the demon. And then, yeah, let's start off with the entrance. All the lights cut out and it's the music of Bray... It's Bray Wyatt's old music. Yeah. But 
even more disturbing. It is um, what they refer to as a dark side version. So, like, The Undertaker, when he turned heel, would have, like, a darker version. Or Eddie Guerrero, when he turned heel, it was like, you know, it wasn't like, a la, a cheat, a steal it. I lie, I cheat, I steal. And it's, it's your dark-sided version. So Bray Wyatt's original theme was already kind of like a dark-sided song. Now it's even more dark-sided. It was so cool that when the penny drops that that's what the song is, you're like, oh, my God, that is cool. So cool. But by far the creepiest thing was... Originally, Bray Wyatt would come out with a lantern, and the lights all cut out. There's on the Titan Tron, let me in. And then there's a light yeah. coming from the stage. And you can hear, we're here, which is the old thing they would do backstage. The Wyatt family with the lantern go, we're here, and then come out. And the camera slowly tracks in on what this light is. And I'm like, is that Bray Wyatt? Is that Bray Wyatt's face? But he's got this weird bit of makeup that makes it look like a light coming from his mouth. And then I said, no, it's a severed head. It's Bray Wyatt's severed head as the lantern. Absolutely amazing. And then the lights come up. It's the fiend holding Bray Wyatt's head where just this big light, the lantern is coming out of his mouth. It looks horrifying. The fiend comes down. Just an excellent entrance with the music, like you said. There's a really nice touch before he gets in the ring where it looks like he was going to take his mask off. I'm like, oh, so he's going to wrestle without the mask. That's just a bit of entrance attire. But no, he's like, no, I'm going to keep it on. Gets in the ring. He's playing with that split personality. Yeah. And that he just, like, the match from the get-go, Finn does a great job of selling like he's scared. And then it's like a different person. Yeah, it really was. Like, this was, we said in the predictions video, we were slightly concerned that it might just be a whole new presentation, but the match is the same, and it's just the same style of wrestling. But actually, this felt like a different style of wrestling. It was all about headbutts and these clubbing blows. And then he's introduced a new move to his arsenal, which is where he breaks your neck. He got Finn from behind, like that, in his head, and just snapped it to the side. I thought, that, that for me, I'm like, well, there's your finisher. That's your finish right there. That seems to be more of a setup signature move that you do halfway through a match, which is, like, that's how a bad guy kills someone in, a, in an 80s movie. Or the, or the good guy. <clears throat> yeah, it's just, yeah. That, that it's it's such an 80s movie thing, like, totally. Like, just like that big snap of the neck type move. It's what Superman did to Zod. Mm. But the, the, the finish was Finn Balor jumps up, up but... Throughout the match, Fiend is still like wrestling with his own personality. He's, he's talking the to the heel. yeah, his hands. What I'm, what am I going to do with Finn? And that allows Finn to have a little bit of a comeback, but not much of a comeback. The match only went three and a half minutes. Bray caught Finn off a coup de gras into the mandible claw and choked Finn out and pinned him. There was actually a really nice Finn flurry of offense in there as well, where it looked like oh, this is all going to be Bray. It's going to be a squash match, but then Finn got in a really nice arsenal of moves and like hit the shotgun dropkick and the uh, the sling blade and all this sort of stuff. It was actually really cool. I thought the match, for the three and a half minutes they had, they pitched it absolutely spot on. Yeah. It was great. And then the Fiend walks off there. He gets just as an extravagant exit as he does an entrance and he poses at the top of the ramp. So scary. And there's that sort of strobe oh. flickering light. I... I'll be, I'll be talking about this for the next few weeks. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, when I get home and my wife says to me, what was the show like? I'll be like, I've got to show you The Fiend. Yeah. I, I We have got to watch this entrance because it is so cool. It's out of nowhere. Well, not out of nowhere because it's been excellent all the way from the start, really, yeah. of those initial Firefly Funhouse segments. Not from the actual start where it was just the, the bird raptor and the rocking chair. That That's still a bit goofy. 
But this is, for me, right now, the same time as G1's going on, it's the coolest thing in wrestling. Brian Alvarez um, said that Brock Lesnar hitting um, the airplane spin on Seth Rollins using his rib tie was better than anything on the G1. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, everyone's entitled to their own opinion. Exactly. But for me, like, this is this is the best thing in wrestling right now. I've, I've been loving it since the build from Mania up until now. I just think this is so, so cool. And it's just every week there's a new wrinkle to it, a new wrinkle to it. We were saying, man, maybe he should have been debuting a bit earlier. Maybe he should have been debuting here, bada, bada, ba. I, honestly, I don't care anymore. I don't care about any of those previous thoughts we might have had. I can just look at this as being a net positive of like from Mania to SummerSlam. This is the single greatest re-debut of a character I've ever seen. Yeah, that's because re-debuts are so hard to do. Oh, so hard. And this is, it's magnificently done. And it's all come from Bray. Yeah. Like this is, this is really driven from the wrestler themselves. He's obviously got such a fantastic creative mind. But elsewhere, quickly on the pay-per-view that... Other stuff happened. Yeah. Of course, he beat Finn Balor there. The reports are Balor's going to take about three months off. Interestingly, on the pre-show, there was a backstage segment where Finn's preparing in the locker room and AJ Styles, Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson rock up and offer them, offer him their help. Yeah. Uh, which is interesting because I think two, three years ago, we got a SummerSlam reunion of them all back when Gallows and Anderson were wacky scientists. Exactly, when they'd just done the brand splits. <clears throat> so, yeah, this was, it's like SummerSlam is the Bullet Club's reunion time in yeah. WWE. The only club that matters. Sorry, guys. Yeah, but there's, there's speculation that Finn will eventually join the OC. And that speculation is coming from fans like you and I, yes. when we had Steve on the show from Going In Raw. It's very much just like, and it, but it makes so much storyline sense that Finn's lost the IC title, he's now lost to The Fiend. If he brings the demon back and then he loses to The Fiend again, like surely that's going to drive Banner even more to be like, I need help. I'm going to turn to the guys mm -hmm. that I used to know the best, turn heel, join the OC, and you have this killer four-man faction. And speculatively, that could be one of the seeds for it, that pre-show segment. Because pre-show segments count for so much. Uh, Brock Lesnar lost the Universal title. That's yeah. the other thing that happened. As someone pointed out to us, the only title change in WWE over SummerSlam weekend. No titles changed in NXT, and only Brock dropped his title at SummerSlam. Yeah, of course, that means Seth is the new champion. I don't know what that means for Brock, if he'll stay around. If he does stay around, of course, Paul Heyman has the book for Raw at the moment. Brock Lesnar is one of the biggest Paul Heyman guys. Oh, yeah, totally. Uh, but, you know, he's also a mercenary. He'll only work for money, it seems. But please, no more Brock near the Universal Championship. No, I, we were saying it during the show, but I'd like to see Brock now go into the Goldberg mode mm. of you just have him do these sort of big spectacle matches. You don't need to have him involved in titles. Like, Goldberg doesn't need to be going for the Universal title anymore. Neither does Brock Lesnar at this point. I think that experiment's been... I mean, the experiment's been done three times, and... It's not been great either three times, really. It started off fine, I think, you know, the first one, then it got a little bit stale, and then the second one was a bit of a, you know, that was really problematic. This one only lasted a month. 
but it, it was just felt like a waste of money in the bank. So it was just money in yeah. the bank wasted for yet another year. So I'd, I'd quite like to see Brock stay far away from that title now. Well, speaking of Goldberg, he had a match on this show as well. Didn't he just? A brilliant little comedy angle with Dolph Ziggler where he just beat Dolph Ziggler in a minute 50 and then Ziggler called him down twice again and Goldberg beat him up twice more. Yeah, it was... And, and it was exactly what you'd expect it was. Uh, Dolph hit a super kick early, but then Dolph just like... Uh, sorry, and then Goldberg was like, no, mate, spear, jackhammer, that's it. And then Dolph's like, no, I'm, I'm not being beaten, spear. No, I'm not being beaten, spear. Crowd were massively into it, like each time. Like you said that they've now passed the point of parody and it's now funny again. Mm, yeah. And it's now... And it's fun again. And, and it, I, I've got to agree, I thought it was great. We also had Trish Stratus having the joint... Longest match on the show at 16 minutes 40 or something with Charlotte Flair. I didn't need to go that long. So, yep, started off a bit slow, but they really got the crowd into it at the end. And Toronto, be it, you know, she is Canadian, but that she got a lovely stand innovation. She tapped out to Charlotte in the figure eight. So that was a nice send off. It was, yeah. And the other legend of note. Where did this come from? On the kickoff show in an Elias segment, Edge made his return on this day i see clearly which is fine you know edge makes returns a lot it's in canada but then he gets in the ring doesn't get a microphone to cut a promo on elias who have been trashing his beloved home country he hit a spear that's the first wrestling move that he's done since he retired from wrestling and the he on his own words he had to retire from wrestling because i can't take bumps anymore because i'm risking paralysis so him hitting a wrestling move is a big deal. Yeah. This is big. It was a great spot to see. Uh, but we will have our full reviews of SummerSlam up later today. That's just the headlines. Let's see what your super chats are very quickly. Yes, we'll fire through some of these. We've got Quote the Raven uh, 79 What a great name that was. Said The Fiend and Seth saved SummerSlam. I thought it was good all the way through. I thought it was a tremendous show. Uh, Sean says, RIP Brock Lesnar. Uh, quote the Raven back in again to say we need a time machine to get Foley in his prime to face the Fiend. Brock oh. looked like Thanos by the end of his match. Lesnar um, incarnate. Uh, uh, least incarnate. I like that. Um, Danze NYC has called it the Lake of Reincarnation. Nice. Yeah. Broken yeah. Matt Hardy's little bit. Gamified Indians said you two divine f- uh, define friendship. Please say all oh. Kingslayer. Ooh, Kingslayer. Jack Benner said, I really want to see heel Finn with a- uh, with the OC. AJ beats Seth for the Universal Championship. A- OC turn on Finn. Finn versus Style. And Finn gets the major championship. Do you guys want this as well? Yeah, definitely. That sounds great. Sean, will the USA Network allow severed head lanterns on TV? Hey, they want a more uh, mature product. And maybe not sports-based. <laughs> severed heads. I can imagine, I feel like that's a, that's a pay-per-view entrance. Maybe mm. they'll have a small... Because like, you can't do that on TV every week because it's like 10 minutes long. Um, although they have got three hours to fill. So, <laughs> you know, who knows? Uh, Judo Judah says, a complete waste of money in the bank for the third year in a row. I completely agree with that. Yeah, it's just a, to, to have a short Brock title reign. Yes, Bullet Club says, um, are Pyros a mainstay? No, it's just for the big shows. Yeah, big yeah. SummerSlam thing. Frankie Ray says, Guy, the Fiend's Lantern, what the actual F? Yep, it was effing amazing. Ivan Drago says, Hey guys, remember when Vince said to AEW, uh, the Blood and Guts Company, and then let Bray Wyatt walk to the ring with a severed <laughs> head? 
They're not competition. They're not competition. Uh, they've graduated from the blood and guts. William Bugner says, thank you for the hard work, fun, and awesomeness. And lastly, Tyson Hoyt says, the fiend was the highlight of the night for me. Me also, my friend. And myself. But we'll have our full review up later today, along with the Wrestle Ramble, up shortly after that. softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.